Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Mondays Down South. As always, we uh, are excited to have you guys listen. We got a new segment coming to you. The NBA is back. Sports are back. July 31st, baby. But before we get into all of that, I'm going to kick it over to Evan because he's got a very special guest to introduce and we'll get the ball rolling. So, Ev, go ahead, buddy. Yeah, I wanted to uh, to welcome one of my best friends from uh, from JMU, Kevin Smick, up there um, uh, up there in South Jersey near Philly. Um, probably the biggest NBA fan I know. Uh, 76ers guy. We had to sit through the college years, which were the uh, the trust the process eras, which meant uh, we were roommates. So I had to sit through watching all of those ba- those bad Sixers years every night, rooting for them to lose, of course. Dude. Uh, those good old days times were unbelievable. <laughs> Sai Ev has watched more bad basketball than probably almost any Sixers actual Sixer fan. To be honest, seriously, <laughs> every day. God bless him. That's all here's I got to say. Here's one thing I'll always appreciate: somebody who is a fan of a bad team and still paying attention and giving attention to a bad team in their worst years, right? Because. Yeah. I don't know very many people that during the, the years of Trust the Process were fully engaged. So props to you on that. Also, the other thing I want to say on air, even though we talked about this off air, is this man has recently been married. Congratulations. That is big time. I know I know that uh, this might not be the ideal environment to, ha- to have a wedding in, but we're excited for you. And we will definitely celebrate you on here and off air whenever we get the chance. But Kevin, also let the viewers know you know, I, I've gave a little bit of a synopsis, but let the viewers know, like, kind of what your background and familiarity with sports is and also just where you're from and where you grew up. So, you know, if we have any listeners that can relate, it'd be, it's great for them to know. So Sure. So uh, I'm the same age as these guys. I'm 26. Yeah, I got to think about that for a second. From South Jersey, uh, specifically South Jersey. Got to let people know that. Um, diehard 444 Philly sports fan. I uh, went to JMU with Evan. Uh, that's how we met. We were roommates for three years, uh, essentially almost four in a way. Um, pretty much lived with him my freshman year, even though I didn't. Um, I went to JMU for sports management. Um, I am not pursuing my career in sports management. I work in my family business. It's a lumberyard hardware store in the middle of nowhere in Salem County, New Jersey. Look it up, Smith Lumber, shout out. Good plug, good plug. Yeah, sir. Plugs for days, dude. So I see I'm I'm married to my new lovely wife. Um, We had our actual wedding, which Evan was in, and uh, get canceled twice on us. Uh, April 10th was supposed to be the date, Good Friday. Uh, That got canceled. And then we moved it to June 27th. That recently just got canceled. And then after getting it moved twice, we just said, forget it. Um, my now wife and I got married in my grandpa's front yard um, on April 8th. Actually, we moved it up. Uh, my cousin wed us. Our parents were there. We actually had people in the wedding sit on the road uh, in lawn chairs, which was really cool. And uh, then my parents surprised me and uh had like a line of cars from her family members my family members co-workers stuff come through and like wish us uh like happy wedding or whatever in the car drive through there's like 21 cars and motorcycles it was cool man it was cool that's awesome it was pretty neat got married during a pandemic uh in our front yard what a story this is what we live for here man like we we want like this is iconic like you're always going to remember that it's unique for people that are in these times like i think a lot of people are having to like 
kind of embrace that that vibe of weddings right now but just in general like you're always going to be able to tell that story so that that's pretty great um again congratulations for anyone that doesn't know for some context like evan and spiggy are like our, our best friends they've been friends for a long time kevin and i met when i was at jmu so that's why i was really excited when we when we threw out the idea of bringing them on actually i was the one who said we should have smicky on this week just so you know. and then and then the other thing that cracks me up is literally the last time me and kevin talked this man didn't have a girlfriend, and now the next yes. time we talk, he's married. Yeah. That just goes to show. So I'm excited. I'm excited that we're the the time that we're spending together is going to be about sports because I think that's what made us all close so quickly in the first place. With that being said, I'm gonna get to the topic that what we're discussing today is with the NBA being back, the 22 team format. We're gonna lay out our idea of the bracket and what we think is gonna happen, and just get excited about the fact that we get to talk about basketball again and the fact that it's relevant. So with that being said, we'll get the process started the way I think we should, the process, I didn't even mean to do that. <laughs> the way I think we should approach this is have each of us go through. I think we should each start with the teams that we think are going to be, are going to make it into the play-in game. Because if, if I'm understanding this correctly, there's going to be a, you know, a, a set of regular season games and then there's going to be a play-in game to determine the eight seed, right? So, with that being said, I, I think we should start. What's yeah. that? So, it's you got five teams in the West and one in the East. If you get within four games, I think of the eight yep. seed as a as an outside seed, then you turn it into a play-in series where the nine seed would have to win twice. Mm -hmm. The eight seed only has to win one. Yep. Or and then if no one's within the within four, or the nine seed's not within four games, which the Wizards. Don't look like, you know, they're still, they're at like six right now. So like then the eight seed would just automatically. automatically. But in that situation, after that play-in game the, or the play-in series, the winning team based on those guidelines ends up becoming the official eight seed yeah. face yeah. the one, correct? Okay, so cool. It's, I, I don't think we get it. There's literally a two-game series and the nine seed has to win both. Yeah. So this is the most unique format we'll ever see for basketball, but we'll take it, right? No fans. No nothing. We're just going to go out there and watch these guys play the game that they love, and we're going to get to watch a game that we love. So with that being said, uh, Kevin, if you want to start us off, let us know what you have happening in your eight seeds in both the East and the West so, sure. we, so we can get the ball rolling. Um, we always like to let the guests go first. So. Can I just say like how weird it would be if you hit a buzzer beater in, like, say, even the NBA Finals with literally no fans like in an empty oh, right? I know. Dude, what? Like, that, that's just – I, I don't even know. It's crazy. I'm still going to get hype at home. So, yep. Now, it's just, I'm so interested to see, like, I, I can't even imagine it, man. It's going to be weird. It's going to be unique. Anyway, so I have, well, obviously you have, sorry, no, no offense. I have the magic coming out of the heat. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Sorry. Um, and I wanted to be, I have a little fun with this. So I, I said the Pelicans coming out of the West. Um, I kind of hope that Zion – I, I kind of like their team anyway. I thought that they kind of just were a little hurt and uh, coming out of the gates, and I think they're fun. So I think that would be, be a lot of fun, to be honest. I think they're better than the Grizzlies and Blazers and Kings, for my personal opinion. And, shoot, throw Zion on this playoff, make that even more interesting. That's just that's my call. So I, I want to have first John in the playing game. That would be fun. Oh, dude, that would be, be really fun. Count in for that. Yeah. What about you, Ev? So I, um, coming out of the East, this is, I, I don't know if I actually think this is going to happen, but I did pick the uh, the Wizards, that's why I hate seeing, because, <laughs> yeah. I mean, 
I'm not going to pick either of them to beat the Bucks anyway, so why not? Um, I think the Wizards, I mean, the problem is they have to gain, they're like five and a half out, so they need to gain two games in the mini regular season just to have a shot in the play-in tournament. Um, so it's going to be tough, but I did pick the Wizards. Um, out of the West, I did the uh, the Blazers um, just because I think talent-wise, I mean, with Dame and CJ, is, and they've had so much experience in the playoffs, like I think if it comes to this environment, I think they'll, you know, I mean, I think this regular season they're playing well below their potential, so I think they can figure it out. But it's also with some of Dame's comments about how I'm not even convinced he wants to play, so it's like, who really shows up? So that one's kind of hit or miss for me, but I did pick the uh, the Blazers. My number two was the Pelicans, because I think they got hot with getting Zion back, but um, I'm going to roll with Dame here as the eight. Yeah, I think uh, one thing else, let me ask you this real quick, Ed. With the Wizards, do you think there's any chance Wall comes back? No, I don't think so. I don't think he's even. I, I know he said he wasn't going to play the season, so I mean, I, I assume he's not coming back. But it's been a long time, so I was just wondering if there was any outside chance. Um, not there that not be worth it either. Now, like, sports yeah. said one day ago that no John Wall will not play this season on a new format. That's disappointing. We got the live fact checker, and so nice. this is the kind of stuff we want. I love it. Um, okay, <laughs> with, with that being said, I definitely did not pick the Wizards. <laughs> I have the magic. I have the magic making it in the East. Um, Bradley Beal deserves so much more credit than he gets. These last two seasons, he's played incredible, and I feel like he just keeps getting slept on. So, props to him. I would almost argue the Wizards have been better with him as a leader than John Wall. No offense to John Wall, but that's just the way I see it. Um, you know, shout out to Bradley Beal. But I think the Magic make it. And honestly, the Magic are, are a team that I don't think a lot of people gave a lot of credit to as far as, you know, making the playoffs go, even though the Eastern Conference is a little bit, like, weaker, so to speak. Um, still pretty impressive for the Magic to, to kind of start trying to figure out their future. And I, so I, I think they'll make it as the eighth seed. And actually, in the West, Smiggy got my pick, too, the Pelicans. I fully believe that if we saw a full season – with the second half, with Zion being back, with them having the momentum that they were having in terms of improving as an overall team in chemistry, I actually believe that they were going to be the eighth seed if they if the season had ended. Or I, I just believe that they would make the playoffs because I truly thought they were starting to pick up some momentum. I think their biggest concern had been defense for most of the season. Um, but offensively, they have such a young, athletic fast, um, just strong roster. So I have a lot of faith in the Pelicans. And I mean that, that with no disrespect to uh, Damian Lillard and the Blazers because Dame also is having an incredible season. And then also I love John Morant, but I just think the Pelicans as a whole have a much younger, complete roster. So my pick was the Pelicans, and part of that was just because I think it's entertaining to watch them play, and I think it would be fun to see them. Um, and who doesn't want to watch a Lakers-Pelicans matchup? With that being said, Smiggy. Yeah. Before we do this, we did make some changes, I think, because we had to break two ties. Yep. Um, in terms of seating, so we all stuck with the same seating, but we did. Uh, so we moved the Sixers, not you know, above the Heat or uh, the Pacers. Yep. Um, in the tiebreaker, and we also did Rockets uh, over the Thunder. So that'll be a little different than because I think the uh, we did the opposite of what the uh, formal tiebreaker would have been. But and I can say how, how much of a back to the the eight seed, how much of a factor that backup center Julio Okafor will play for the uh, for the Pelicans. Yeah, he's just a key factor for this turnaround for the uh, Pelicans. My boy, Julio Okafor. No Philly bias there. Um, the Sixers. This, to clarify, Sixers are the five in the East, and Houston is the five in the West, right? Yep. 
Yeah, and everybody else is as is. Cool. So, what are your what's your one versus eight in, in both conferences? Obviously, this is a chance to talk about the ones because I would be shocked if you picked eight. But you know, that's what we're here for. So, so. so we going by seeds, or you want to stay on the east? Or you want to do by? Yeah, how should we do this? I, you, you, up, to, up to you guys. How you guys want to do it? I, I think I think we can go. I think we can go by seeds just because it's more it's fun to bounce bounce from conference to conference. So let's go by seeds, and then we'll we'll kind of loop it back to. Should we go a matchup at a time though, or what? Let's do let's do your one versus eight in both east and west. So yeah, I went chalk. Obviously, um, I'm not really a fan of the Magic. They don't have much firepower, I don't think. Um, not a big Aaron Gordon fan. He's fun, but I just Bucks are nasty, man. They they really are filthy. I want to know. I want to know as we go through this what your what you think your prediction is going to be in terms of the the series. Like, do you think it's going to be a sweep? You think it's going to be? Uh, you're going. You're going full sweep. All yes, right. Definitely. Um, I, I would give that four zero very, very quickly. Um, Lakers. I don't know. Um, I'll say Lakers in five. You give the Pelicans one game, and that's cool. Like it's weird because I'm thinking like, oh yeah, they'll win one in New Orleans. I'm like, oh yeah, that's not a thing. So it's <laughs> weird, man. Uh, anyway, um, Bucks are just they're so, they're so they're deep. Well yeah. built and just. Uh, Giannis playing like the superstar that he is, and I believe that. I believe that. Defensively, they're just disgusting. Eric Bledsoe, man, one of the best defenders in the league, and shout out Bill Nova, Dante DiVincenzo. Yes, uh, sir. They just got a lot of depth. I mean, they got both Lopez's, and they can do everything, and they shoot the freaking lights out. Like watching games against them, I, as like Sixers Bucks, I just. Never, I was never more infuriated all season than just watching a Bucks game. Like they're they're just they're just nasty. I mean, their their bench is filthy. Um, I old statement. I, don't know, I think their bench could almost beat the Bucks, or sorry, beat the Magic. Maybe. Uh, <laughs> Honestly, you not you wouldn't be crazy in saying that, in my yeah. opinion. Yeah. So that's not even close to me. Lakers, uh, it's pretty self-explanatory. But I, yeah, I think um, you know they they might get hot one game or. Who knows? LeBron probably just gets lazy and it's just like, ah, whatever. And then, you know, so I'll go with pin five. All right. Yeah. Um, so I have chalk here as well. Um, uh, Bucks over Wizards, of course. Maybe I'll give the Wizards. No, I'm just kidding. They're going to get <laughs> Dude, Brad will go for like 60 points and they'll definitely at least win one. They still lose, though. He does that all the time. <laughs> yeah. It's right. But uh, yeah, Bucks in four over Wizards and. Uh, I actually, I mean, I think the Blazers are actually kind of interesting because, like, they get hot. They have playoff experiences. Like, they've done some nice things. Um, Lakers maybe a little rusty because they don't have quite the chemistry, given that they've only played together for like half a season. So, but I'll, I'll, so I'll give the game. I'll give the Blazers a game. But yeah. Lakers. I, mean, I got a clean sweep. Yeah, I got a clean sweep in the East with the Bucks going, uh, winning it, winning four straight. I don't even think it's going to be close. I don't think the Magic come close. Out West, I got the Lakers. Winning that series pretty handily, but I could definitely see the Pelicans taking a game, not just because the Lakers don't have chemistry for uh, playing together for years, but because of the fact that it's been such a long break with this season. Um, it takes a little while to get your, you know, your, your chemistry like together. I could definitely see a lot of these like dominant teams having maybe just a little bit of rust, at least in the first couple round rounds of playoff, and just basically getting through it with their star play. I think that's what they're what's going to happen. So. Um, and that way, I see LeBron and AD just being oh, like too much. And I'm with Kev on the fact that I think it's going to be a five game series. So um, that's my 1 8. Um, we'll move on. 
Kelly, I got for your say one point here. Um, the Bucks were literally setting an NBA record as the time was uh, before the season ended. But for a scoring differential, they were at a uh, 12.4 points per game. They were beating the next team. So they literally were destroying everybody. Like Holy cow. Just, just ridiculous. Um, so yeah. we're, next we go into the 2-7. Two-seven. Yeah, two-sevens. Uh, so I have the Raptors over the Nets. Um, Evan and I were talking this off air before, but uh, I guess there's a potential with Kyrie. I mean, Cy, I'm sure you know better than I do. Is Kyrie coming back or what? I don't think so. I, I'm obviously hopeful, but I don't think so. Yeah, it seems like both of them have a chance, but I don't think so. But anyway, uh, Raptors are are nasty still like it's pretty impressive so um i got them winning i'll say they win in nets are tough sixers played them in the playoffs last year that, I, that was a brutal series they're a lot different team now like a lot different but still um they're they got they got really good role players and just tough guys and just guys that like if you're going against them like you just freaking hate them like so agreed Raptors aren't that awesome. They're good, but like they're good defensively. But I, I think they could. That could go six. I'll go six. They're just they're sneaky good. Yep. Yep. I uh, like that. I'll go Raptors in six. Um, I got I got Clippers sweeping the the Mavs. A sweep. Yeah. Um, I just decided that three yeah. seconds ago, but I'm going with it because I, I don't know the Mavs. I like that. They're fun. Clippers are just. They're just, they're just, that's a filthy squad. That's, no, you're right. You're right. Oh, um, Luke is cool. Porzingis is cool. But, dude, you're just Kawhi, man. Once again, I'm, I'm bringing it up again as a Sixers fan. I Kawhi literally is uh, maybe one of my worst sports memories of all time. So, uh, <laughs> I, I never will go against him. I just, oh that God. dude, uh, watching him for seven games was, I've never seen, I mean, not even because, rest in peace, Kobe Bryant, like, just because all what happened this year. Kobe Bryant, I, I don't know if he had more motivation going against the Sixers and stuff, but I always swore my entire lifetime that Kobe was the best player that I have ever seen play. I've seen LeBron play in the playoffs in person. I've seen Kobe play in the playoffs in person. I just think Kobe is the best player I personally have ever seen live and in front of me. Then it's LeBron, and then... Easily number three is Kawhi. That dude, I never said wow more times. I was just like, dude, how's I was just like, dude, how's how's he do this? Like, <laughs> it was <laughs> so the fact they have him and Paul George on the same team. Yeah, that's that's yeah. I'm I'm gonna guess that shot will forever be etched in your memory. The little rim rattler in last season. So yeah. we'll we'll leave we'll leave you on that note because that's 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 great. Ev, what you got, man? Yeah, I've got uh, obviously Raptors over Nets, and I'm pretty bullish on the Raptors here. Um, they still have a lot in place. I mean, with uh, Kyle and, and Pascal and the uh, the others. So I'm going to take them over Nets in, I'll say, five. Um, Clippers over Mavs. Mavs, I do like the Mavs. So I might uh, I might push, push the Clippers to six here with the Mavs. But wow. I'm, I'm gonna pick. I respect that. I respect that. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to go Raptors, Nets. I don't think Kyrie or Katie will be playing. I don't think it makes sense for either of them to like really push it right now because unless they truly believe both of them can come back at 100% and make that championship run that they might be able to make a season later, it doesn't really make sense. So I don't think they'll play. Um, if even Kyrie was playing, I would say this would be like a 
six to seven game series, and I might even pick the Nets. Maybe my bias is there, but I could just see them really giving the Raptors run for their money. But without Kyrie, without KD, I think the Raptors take it in five because Siakam is is like super, super, super good. He was great last season, but what how great Kawhi was, he was somebody that was not really, I think, getting the credit that he deserved again. He was another one of those players that was slept on, kind of like Bradley Beal, and I truly believe that he's turned into like a great strong all-star caliber player. And then they just have such a deep team. Um, you can see why last year they made the run that they did. It wasn't just Kawhi. It was the fact that they had a team full of solid role players and people that could fill a, fill a position of need. So I think the Raptors take that in five games. I'm going to say five without, without Kyrie, without KD. And that's no knock against the Nets because like people like Spencer Dinwiddie, um, you got Ter- Terry and Prince, you got, you got a lot of role players on that team that are really solid. Like, I think they're going to fit in great when you have stars next to them. I just don't see them having the depth of last season and the playoffs that they had without Kyrie and KD playing because they at least had uh, D. Will playing with them last year when they gave when they gave the Sixers a tough run for their money. Out West, I got the Clippers in five. Um, really, the only reason I'm giving the Mavs a game is because I love Luka. Um, you know, part of me wants to just give the Clippers the, the four because – Recently, I would argue the Clippers have maybe been the hottest team in the NBA before this before the season um, paused with with COVID. I, I the Clippers had had been on such a hot streak that took them to that two seed. I don't know if you guys remember, but for a while there, they were sitting in that four to five range, and then they just really kicked it in the high gear. And they were probably right next to the Bucks. Maybe the like obviously you know the Lakers were were the the team in the West. But if there was one team that was going to give um, the Lakers will run for their money. It was the Clippers at the time in terms of how hot they were. So I got the Clippers in, in five in that series. Oh, yeah. I just want to – I don't want to go any farther without kind of talking about Kyrie a little bit. <laughs> oh, I knew it was going to come up. Here. I know this is size boy and, like – He is my boy. Let's do this. Dude, I am the – I might be the biggest anti-Kyrie guy. Like, this is a great cop. I just – it's like a, it's like facts, like dude, like the Earth is round. Oh, I'm sorry, that's actually no pun intended. I forgot he even said he's a flat earther, but flat Earth, yep, yep. I was, I was actually not even trying to connect the two. That just happened, but I was just like, it's just facts. When Kyrie is out, teams are better, man. It just, it's <laughs> truth. It's just like the Celtics, man. Oh my goodness, like take him away, like it just made more sense. He's just he's, not, I, he's hey, a man. great player. He is a unbelievable, probably one of the better scorers. Like if you need a bucket, you need a, any bucket, and you're like, yeah, your life depends on this. Like Kyrie's probably in my top, could be in my top three. But like for actual teammate, full game, and especially playoffs when things slow down, he's just not my guy. He's just all right. I'm 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 gonna address this. Uh, I'm gonna address this respectfully because I don't want to spend too much time on it because we got a big list here. And, but let me just say this: I think Kyrie might be one of those people that. Let me talk about the negatives first, right? Like I, I can't sit here and completely defend everything that he's ever said or done because I truly believe he has a lot of growing to do. Um, I, I fully think that the whole flat earth thing was ridiculous. Like I don't know why he said that. I some part of me wonders if he if he did it really just to like challenge authority in, in like the the weird way that he presents things. Um, I also think that as far as a leader goes, as far as being that number one on a team goes as a leader, um, I think he has in certain several instances fallen short of that. Um, 
But at the same time, I do think he's probably one of the most misunderstood people in the NBA in terms of how the media portrays him. I think he's a very easy villain for them to put out there in terms of somebody who has done these things incorrectly. But if we want to really sit down and look at the track record of what he has been as a player, I think to say that these teams that you're referencing were better without him is very um, pointing to one specific sample size, because I don't know if you remember, but you brought up the Celtics, for example, that first season that the Celtics uh, that he was on that team, when Kyrie got hurt, if I remember correctly, they were the one seed. Kyrie was in the conversation for a top three to four in the MVP at the time, because he was playing great. He was being a great leader. He was getting more assists than he ever had. He was deferring and he was also playing efficiently. The Celtics at the time were one of the best teams in the East, and a lot of people had them winning the East at the time, with the exception of, you know, obviously LeBron James. Kyrie gets hurt. The Celtics continue to keep the momentum because people like Tatum and Brown and Terry Rozier stepped up in a big way. But I think it's very unfair to say that that year with the chemistry that they had with Kyrie, that they wouldn't have done just as well, if not better, in the playoffs with them, because when he got hurt, he was playing great. Admittedly, the next season, they struggled. Kyrie definitely has some fault in that. But everybody used him as a scapegoat. And instead of pointing to the fact that also he had one of his most efficient seasons that he's ever played, he was, he was, he had one of his best career averages. He had his highest assist numbers. He was shooting at a high clip yet. People like Tatum, honestly, his his second best player that season was Marcus Morris. If you went and watched the games, the problem that I have with Kyrie is people figure out this grand scheme of like, Oh, these teams regress with Kyrie on them without actually looking at, the specific examples of what happened when he was on that team. This season with Brooklyn, he was having his best season ever in terms of himself as an individual. He was putting up the highest averages that he'd ever had. When he was on the court, he was making them a competitive team for the most part, but he was just playing a lot of teams that, with, without the chemistry having been established with him playing with new players. I just think he gets too much flag because he is one of those people that went out and won a championship as the one beat of LeBron as a very vital piece to that team. And over the course of his career, he's made what, like four or five all-star teams. And I think a lot of people forget that the dude is literally our age. He's 27 years old and he has done all of this and he's arguably isn't even in his prime yet or is just entering his prime. So I truly believe that he's still got a lot to be said. And I think him and Durant have a lot of things to prove together um, as far as the way the media perceives them. And I think they will, but Obviously, that's enough of a tangent for Kyrie on my end, but I'm going to back up my boy if you're going to if you're going to bring him out all-star. like that. That he's a six-time All Star, just like six-time All Star. Yep, there we go. And he outplayed Steph the season that they won uh, in the finals. By the way, if, if we want to just throw it out there, you know, when him and LeBron essentially took down the greatest single-season record of all time. So just okay. putting that out there. If he didn't hit that shot, they don't they don't win that title. So exactly, and and a couple more things. But yep, Ev, Ev what you got? I could talk about Kyrie all day, so I'm not. I'm yeah. trying to, I'm not I know people listening have heard me talk about him all day, so I'm gonna move forward. <laughs> uh, I, I was looking forward to that conversation because I texted Kev one time and it came up. I was like, "Yeah, sorry, Kyrie, Kyrie, Kyrie." And he was like, "What? He likes it? He's like, what? His favorite player? I love him, man. I love him. I was so confused." I'm glad we got to do that on air. But uh, all right, I'll pick up the pace here. On uh, what are we on? We're on. Wait, we're talking now. We're talking. No, Kevin. I think about the Kevin. Yeah, we're going in order. Yeah, three six. Uh, yeah, 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 we were done. Right, I just had to cycle back before we. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to go. I couldn't. I couldn't be on here and not mention it. Door um, yeah. three seeds. So that means six Celtics Pacers or Nuggets Thunder. Uh, we'll start in the East. I have the Celtics. Um, not a Pacers fan. 
I don't know why they're. I don't know why they're even. They're currently ahead of the Sixers. It's crazy. Um, got a bunch of average players. Really, no one that scares you. Um, Old Depot's back, but I don't think he's really. I don't necessarily know if he's fully. He's kind of still rusty, I would assume. Um, I like Sabonis. He was an All Star, but they just don't do it really for me. Um, I'm gonna go Celtics in five. I just think okay. that they're just uh, really well put together. I hate them so much. Uh, they're just. They're just legit. I, I, defensively, they're just a well-rounded team. That's kind of just where I'm going. I think uh, J- Jason Tatum's taking that next step um, to being maybe even a top 15 player in the league. He's uh, It pains me to say that. You don't even know how bad. But uh, <laughs> regarding the Mark Helfer. Yeah, I was going to say, that was Fultz, right? That was Mark Fultz uh, and another pick. Um but, yeah, so I'll go with that. And then the Nuggets over the Thunder. It really – speaking of teams that shouldn't be that good, I don't think – where did the Thunder come from? They, I, I all know. Weird is just, it's crazy. It sense to me. I don't know how they're there. They're supposed to be tanking. And the Sixers actually uh, – this, this is – so uh, I, I'll, I'll try – I can't stop bringing it up. Sixers actually have their first-round pick. If it ends – season ends today, we get their pick. So – um, I it's like borderline. It's top twenty protected. I think they're at twenty two or something like that. And we're actually like high, I don't know. It's close. So like I hope that they don't fall too far back in this like not series because I want that pick. Um, but yeah, I'm not really a good big Thunder fan. I think that's going to probably die out. Especially I can't with- I can't wait to touch on that. Kevin, by the way, I can't wait to touch on the Thunder. I'll let, I'll let Evan go, but I, I have strong thoughts on why I believe they're doing what they're doing. Okay, cool. Yeah, no, I, I would like to do that. So, uh, but yeah, I'm good. I, I just like their team. They're they're yep. they're they're really good. So, um, I will say that's close though. I'm gonna go six because um, I kind of take it back what I said about I, I don't get why they're good, but they just kind of are. So they're just sneaky good. They figure out a way, right? Yeah, yeah. it's like yep. you don't get it, but it happens. So, um, yep. I go Nuggets and six. All right, got it. Um, I uh, yeah, I agree about the Pacers. Uh, I don't really get it. I don't. Right. Um, I do like yeah, like you said. I mean, I like Sabonis. Oladipo's fine, but uh, yeah, I'll go Celtics in five. Celtics look pretty strong this year once they they uh, you know get rid of Kyrie, right, huh? Um, yep. <laughs> uh, just kidding. Uh, and then Nuggets. I do like the Nuggets a lot. <laughs> Um, I'll, I'll mention it more later, but, uh, and I, I, I do think the Thunder, their luck or whatever it is, I don't know, kind of runs out of here. So I'm going to go Nuggets and, uh, I'll give the Thunder a game, but I'll say five again, Nuggets and five. Fair enough. Um, so I'll, I'll start with the, the easy one for me first. We were saying, um, out, out East, you guys are saying the Pacers, you're not a huge proponent of, right? Versus, uh, um, the Celtics. The one thing I will say with the Pacers is, it might not be easy to explain, but this has been a couple of years in the making because if, I don't know if you remember, but like, for example, two years ago when, when LeBron in Cleveland, um, the Pacers, albeit even though they won that, that, that series, like Old Depot was hurt and they were, they were giving LeBron some tough games. I think the Pacers have, have done a good job of slowly building up a team that is competitive in the East. Like, I don't think they're good enough to win a championship, but I, I give them more credit than, than that. I, I could definitely see this series going six games just because they, they, they find a way to really hang in there. Um, and, you know, that's not a takeaway from the Celtics, but the question is what also their, their questions about the youth and stepping up, people like Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, 
what are they going to do in the playoffs again? How is it going to go down? So with that being said, and also I, I don't know what Kemba Walker's and Jordan, Gordon Hayward's dynamics are going to be um, with their first time in the playoffs in, in a while. Like I, I know Gordon Hayward was, was in last year, but he wasn't really playing, playing to that level. And Kemba, correct me if I'm wrong, but has Ken, Kemba ever been in the playoffs? So that's going to be really interesting to see um, how he performs in the playoffs. So I'm going to say the Celtics in six. And then out West, um, I do have the Nuggets winning in five, but not because I don't think the Thunder are a good team, but because I truly believe the Nuggets are a great team that year after year, just people just seem to think, oh, it's the Nuggets. But like, why are we keep sitting on Jokic? Because that dude is awesome. And they, they have pieces around him. Uh, I don't even, correct me if I'm wrong, Murray's back, right? Jamal Murray is, 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 uh, is playing right now, right, right now, right? I, I'm, I'm not mistaken in thinking that. Because um, uh-huh. I remember correctly, at the beginning of the season, he wasn't, and I think he's back, and he's always been a solid player. Um, but I definitely have a very strong reason in my mind as to why I think the Thunder are in the playoffs and competitive and uh, playing well. And that reason, similar to how Kevin um, is not a big Kyrie fan, I am not a big Russell Westbrook fan in terms of what he brings to teams uh, in terms of winning and uh, selfishness. Um, I used to be a fan of Russell Westbrook. I used to think back in the Thunder days when him and KD were playing together, they had a lot of potential to take the Thunder far and win championships. And they always seemed to get to the point of almost getting there and then losing. Um, several instances of losing either to the Heat in the finals, which is understandable because they played that great Heat team, but then the several instances of them playing the Warriors and you know losing in seven. And I've always had a very strong belief that Russell Westbrook just doesn't have a winning pedigree. He does not have the ability to win a championship with the way that he plays basketball in that he focuses a lot on himself and the success of the team lives and dies by how he plays. Um, And admittedly, he went to the Rockets and he has had a much better season than I ever thought he would have on the Rockets. Um, Part of that being that Harden had a little bit of struggles here and there and uh, Westbrook really stepped up. But I've always struggled with him and his ability to make teams winning teams. And I think how well the Thunder are doing right now, you know, immediately after Russell Westbrook leaves is a great example of how much better their chemistry has been without Westbrook, you know, having to go average a triple-double every single game. And, you know, people arguing that being the reason that the Thunder's ever, ever made the playoffs. So I, it doesn't surprise me that they're, they're better as a team without Westbrook, even though I, I think he's a good player. I just don't think he... Is, is the best in terms of a team as far as a team player goes. So that, that's my perspective on that. Um, we can move forward because my love for Kyrie can also – I can also speak in Russell Westbrook in the opposite for hours, so I don't want don't to get hung up on that. We'll move on. Yep. I, I do love Chris Paul. I've, I've always been a huge Chris Paul fan, even back Me to too. New Orleans, Oklahoma City days with the Hornets. And, Me too. Um, Weirdly, was like my favorite NBA player. I just like random players like that sometimes, and he was just like, I think he might even like my, my MySpace background, like way back. Like, Smiggy, I said this to somebody the other day. Chris Paul is the guy in our generation that is going to get the least credit when his career is done, as far as Hall of Famers and like all-time players go, because he truly, in my opinion, is maybe the best point guard of the past. Two decades, uh, you know, that we've seen, unless you want to argue that LeBron James is a, is a, is a point guard. Like, uh, what Chris Paul was doing on the Hornets is his 5'10", 5'11 guy, all the way to almost winning with the Rockets without if he didn't get hurt. And even now, like, later on in his career, playing well with the Thunder. I mean, I just – he's one of those guys that is just going to be overlooked in history, I think. Yeah. 
Elite leader. Elite leader, for sure. Yep, elite leader. All right. Exactly. Four or five seed, right? Yeah, make your home pick. What do you got? Well, obviously, I got Sixers. Um, No, obviously. I I actually – I've been really down on our team. I I actually hate this team. Uh, I'm very – we suck. Like, I I would say this – this break was nice for my mental health. Like, I hated watching every game. Like, I honestly like watching the process where it was very carefree over watching this. As not an exaggeration, I am dead serious. This season has absolutely been – and it's been the best two-month break ever. Like, because I almost couldn't take it anymore. Like, I just – I hate this team. I hate Al Horford. Signing's terrible. It makes no sense. We have no spacing. We have no shooting. This team sucks. So, that being said, I have us beating Heat. So, um, I don't How many know. games, though? I didn't think this far. I just knew we would Sixers – the Sixers would beat them. Um, I'll go with five. Um, okay. Wow. After all that, you're going to give them a five-game <laughs> series? Damn. Well, so, I think – Evan and I were kind of – were we talking about – or no, my dad – I guess I was talking with my dad. It's like almost this break might kind of help us just because, like, Ben Simmons was hurt. And uh, I don't know. Just I think this break is weird, and I think just we have maybe one of the more talented rosters, at least in the East. Um, Like, the Bucs are a great team. We have better starters, at least, and, like, just higher-profile players, I think. But minus the Greek figure, like, he's better than all of our team, but – teammates, but – um, yeah, I get what you're saying. As a whole, yeah. correct. Um, like we, we honestly have the more star power names in the entire conference. So, yeah, alone, I think this break helps us. Um, I've always said like we're, we we kind of just every game was predictable. If you played a sub 500 team, like if you put us in the playoffs, if you probably put the, us against the Knicks in the first round, we probably lose. Um, but mm-hmm. if you put us against someone good, like we're fine. Like we would get up for the best teams. We beat the Bucks by like thirty points on it on Christmas Day. We we've we've beat the Lakers, we beat the Clippers, we've beat the yeah. we beat a lot of good teams. So I think we're almost built for the playoffs. We're good defensively, um, which is not great because really all the top teams in the East are great defensively, so really it's not a huge advantage. But um who knows, maybe this break will help, right? Yeah, I kind of do. As like I said, I kind of just think like the pure talent thing, and just um, yep. I really hope this scenario goes because I would love to play Jimmy Butler in the first round. My goodness, oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> I, like, uh, I think you would too. Yeah, I think you would yeah. love to play y'all too. Yeah. Yeah, so that would just be pure entertainment, and with no fans, I'd be even more. Uh, I'd just be wild. So count me in. I'll, I'll say screw Jimmy Butler. I'll go six or five. What right. does that? What does that go to the West? That's Oh, you got Rockets and uh, Jazz. Yeah, so what is the story with the Jazz? Are, are there, everybody's playing, right? There's, I, I haven't Bogdanovich, even looked at Bogdanovich is going nuts. He's out, right? I guess, yeah. I'm just with the coronavirus. Like, like Rudy Gobert's fine, right? And, and Donovan Mitchell, like, their whole team. I think I think everybody's okay now in terms of health-wise. Yeah. Like the question is how... The, the question is, how are they doing chemistry-wise? Because obviously there was a lot no, of that based so... on the, the dumb acts of Mr. Ruby Gobert or Rudy Gobert. So um, that's interesting. I, I think chemistry-wise is where we're going to see some uh, some interesting. Yeah, that's why I picked the Rockets. Yeah. I'm just like, there's got that's going to be a weird locker room. Like, 
Yeah. Honestly, there's a lot of positive NBA players. I mean, I know Marcus Mark came out and said he had it. Yeah. Um, the Sixers might have had three of them. Yeah. The Lakers had a I mean, I think I think when doing this, our assumption is that everybody is playing. Like, I, like I don't think they would have signed up. Like, I don't think the players will sign off on the season happening unless they feel that they are ready to play. And the people that did have it got it pretty early on. And you know, it's a it's a couple week thing. And at yeah. this point, it's probably gone. So I think the assumption is that that they'll play. Um, with that being said, I I'm curious. Like, do you, do we do you feel any differently from Smiggy on, on this, Evan? Like in terms of like who who you think is going to come out? No, I I agree. I think I think the chemistry thing is like going to be. Uh, I mean, it seems like they've kind of said they squashed it, but I don't know. Yeah. I just you know, if I was a betting man, I just wouldn't want to touch that. And the Rockets with their weird small ball lineup where they don't play anyone above or. I mean, well, I guess because uh, they have Kyle still, right? So theoretically, he'll be healthy, I guess, and they can go back to start to play. He's, like about? He's on the Hawks. No, he oh, got traded. All right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, then, yeah. So, so Tim, they, I, 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 Yeah, yeah. It was a yeah, deadline. Okay. Yeah. yeah, they got they got the ex Sixer, Mr. Uh, Robert Covington. Yeah, yeah. So they they are completely doing the uh, no one under uh, or no one above six six. Or really, PJ Tucker's their center. PJ Tucker is their center, dude. Yeah. Um, so I'll take them, and uh, I guess six, because I do think that uh, – I don't know. But, yeah, I think the Jazz are going to have problems. And, and Bogdanovich genuinely being out, uh, which I'm pretty sure he is, because I think he had a season under. Uh, that's, that's a huge loss, yeah. So uh, between that injury and the chemistry, I, I'll go Rockets in six, I think. Um, yeah. Sixers, he – what we were talking about offline before this is, like, with this weird situation, what – what plays, right? Is it just talent that plays? Is it mm-hmm. a team with a longer standing chemistry plays? Or is it a defensive team that plays? Because defense, you know, is a little quicker to come back. It's, um, so those are my three stances. So when it comes to Sixers heat, that's why I am going to go Sixers here. I'll say seven because I also feel like this is a bad matchup for the Sixers, though. Is that not is that not, not wrong, Kev? Because, I mean, didn't you guys have a lot of problems with the heat in the regular season? Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're a great defense. They're a great yeah. defensive team. Off the top yeah. of my head, um, I think they were two and one against us. I don't have those stats in front of me because NBA.com is actually we're making up our own matchup here. Um, <laughs> but um, but yeah. Shot, got, yeah, no doubt. Yeah, I could I could touch I could touch on that too if, if uh, match in terms of matchup. Sixers and seven though. Sorry, go ahead. Sixers, you got to, oh sorry, I didn't even catch the catch the end. Yeah, yeah. You said Sixers and seven. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, cool, cool. I'm thinking – so I'll start with the West real quick. Um, I got the Rockets winning that series. I actually was going to make that exact same point that you made, Evan. I think talent plays here, it's, especially earlier on in the series. Is I think we, as we get further along in the playoffs, you'll, the chemistry will matter more. But I think early on you're going to need uh, your superstars to really step up. Um, I'm going to put my money on James Harden. I know he gets a lot of flack for his playoff performances. And I, although I agree that in some of the series he's against the Warriors and in more clutch spots he hasn't shown up, um, I think – Overall, he's still one one of the most dynamic and dominant offensive players in, in the NBA, and I I just could see him having a solid carry job against the Jazz. I don't see anyone on the Jazz being able to really defend them. So I think I think the I think the Rockets will win in six. Um, I don't think it's going to be like a you know a sweep or anything like that, but I, I think they'll win in six. Um, on the other side, I have a seven game series. Um, to be honest with you, Ev Ev knows this already, and I, I've said this to him a few times. I think the process is some BS. Like, I think, I think ultimately, like, if you're going to make your fans wait that long for you to 
be a relevant team, you better be a team that wins a championship. And I, at least in the time span of these players' career, I realize they're still young. So who knows? Maybe they'll prove me wrong. But I said this to Evan two years ago. I said it to him last year, and I called it this year. I said that I don't think the Sixers with this core will ever win a championship. I, I've said it, and I, I'm sticking to it. Like, I truly do not believe they will because I just don't think Ben Simmons and Embiid together is ever going to be the core that wins it just because I don't think that there is enough variance um, unless you surround them with solid role players that fit the bill. And their idea of surrounding them with solid role players that fit the bill was signing Tobias Harris and Al Horford to absurd amounts of money, which the moment it happened, I, I think Evan probably recalls this, I was vehemently arguing that those were very dumb moves. I, I said just because you have the cap space and just because you aren't able to get another superstar doesn't mean you have to spend all your money on players that don't deserve that amount of money, very similar to what, for example, the Wizards did with uh, a, a Porter a few years back. It's, it's a nightmare situation when you give these guys too much money. And that's a position the Sixers have get put themselves in. With that being said, I made the point that talent plays, and I agree with you, Kevin, that in the East, uh, with the exception of maybe the Nets when they're healthy, um, the Sixers have the most, like, talent in terms of names on the court. So I think that's what's going to prevail in a seven-game series, and I think it'll be very close because I don't think he the Heat are, are somebody, somebody we should sleep on. I think uh, yeah. Butler is truly is a, is a great leader of, of uh, um, players when he has those kinds of when he's not playing with people like Simmons and, and uh, you know, here's the thing with Butler. I feel like he keeps getting put in spots of having guys that just like don't have that men, that assassin mentality that he has, you know, like, like I think that was his big problem with um, the Timberwolves. And I think when he came over the Sixers, he wanted more out of his teammates and as far as like, like their, their drive. And I think that's, I think the Heat are a team that he's really found his footing in in terms of being that leader. So that's just the way I see it. I'm sure Kevin will, We'll have some points on that, but I think it'll be a seven-game series and the Sixers will win out. <clears throat> well, a lot to touch on there. Um, <laughs> you <laughs> snuck in the trust the process or the process is a joke thing really under the radar there. That was nice. It, I'm, not, I don't, I don't, I'm not saying it's a I'm not saying it's a joke. I'm saying it's unsuccessful. That's what I'm saying in terms of what what you're trying yeah, to accomplish. Yeah, not a joke. Yeah. 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 I know I'm in the wrong room to understand the process, but I, just a touch on Jimmy Butler. Jimmy is. I think his issue is he he wasn't the alpha here. He definitely needs to be the alpha. Yeah, yeah, agree. We, we gave him crap for it. It's just like, dude, like, I honestly don't think he, he's – I still don't. He's not the best player on an NBA championship team. I agree. So if he agree. wants to win a title, he probably should have stayed with us. Um, because if you go – and honestly, Ben Simmons and Jimmy Butler were a terrible combo. Like, that was a failed trade. I'll, I'll be the first yeah. set. Like, that's, that didn't yeah. work. It was a great op- – I. I don't regret it happening, but I think how it worked out, we got Josh Richardson, blah, 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 whatever. That was fine. Um, Jimmy Butler just needed to be – it needed to be his team. He's too much of that personality. If he wants to go somewhere and, and win, you know, 47 games every year, have at it and retire. There's a lot of jokes that he was retiring to South Beach because he's – yeah. But uh, have at it, dude, whatever. But process – I will keep this semi-short. Um, the, Evan and I will never, ever agree on the process, ever. Yeah, um, we used to bicker on it all the time. but Yeah. Um, the goal 
So as a true diehard season ticket holder, 76ers fan, mm-hmm. I'll take you back to a team with Drew Holiday, Evan Turner, um, Thaddeus Young, Spencer Halls. Um, our ownership was a joke. This is previous ownership. We have a new ownership now. It was just hopeless. And, I mean, every season, it's like, what is the point? Uh, obviously, in the NBA, you either are the best team or you're the worst team. Like, there's either – and now you say the, the best, it's like upper echelon, bottom. So, whether yep. it's poor, about whatever. Um, we're in the middle road. That's actually worse than – it's just common sense. I don't have to get too in-depth with it. It's Middle's worse than the bottom, obviously, as you can tell. You need high assets to get better and to get superstars because, you know, the Warriors got lucky. That's probably never going to happen again. Um, yeah. Gonna, you're not just going to have consistent eight pick, nine pick, 14th pick overall, and then just awesome, boom, we have a trio of stars. You're, that's not possible. I mean, the Thunder are the best example of all this of really just like, they kind of did their own process without doing a process. And honestly, you'll never have three better picks than they had in a row. I mean, they honestly had three Hall of Famers in a row uh, with Serge Ibaka thrown in there who just won a title. And, I mean, that team was filthy. I'm getting off track. I'll stick with the Sixers. But the goal was never to – I'd argue the goal was honestly not to just win a title but to just honestly be in the running for a title every year and just bring hope to the franchise and just ignite <laughs> – like, I think you told me at one time it would be a failure unless we won multiple titles and, like, you know, like, at least, like, three conference titles. So I probably said that being cocky just because <laughs> I was, yeah. But, no, I, honest to goodness, like, it's just. I won't dispute. Maybe that was the goal. But if that was the goal, that was stupid is what I'm trying to say. Like, yeah. like at the all championships like that. Like no, I'm saying. I'm, I'm saying. I'm saying the to create to say to set the goal to be if you're setting your goal to be anything other than I want to win a championship and I realize it's easier said than done I realize yeah. that a lot of teams are having to take different paths to it but you know teams have done it like it's not like the Warriors were great 10 15 years ago and obviously they had a a situation that was unique it's not like you know a lot, a lot of these other teams were great and not everybody's going to get LeBron James to come and play with them I agree with you on that but if your goal and also, I don't want to focus too much on it because obviously there's a bigger list. So I'll be quicker about that. But I think any goal, team's goal, and this is me personally, in any sport should be what is the path for me to win a championship? I assume that that's what the Sixers were looking for because they said, let's tank and just be terrible for a yep. very long period of time. If your goal, if you had said, all right, two years of being really bad and then you were going to try to put a team together that competed but didn't want, win a championship, I would have right. been more okay with that. But the fact that you made it as long as it was. And here's the other problem. If you're going to make it as long as you do, you need to be able to draft and get players to back that up. Like that market, Markel Fultz situation was your perfect example of your GM screwing up after trusting the process or, 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 what, or whatever you want to call it. So that's why I have a problem with it. That's not my personal knock against like, you know, Philly fans or anything like that. I'm just saying in general, like I think, if, if we're going to talk about a process of losing for a long time to give your fans hope, you got to create a team that can also win for a long time. And I'm not just talking regular season wins. I'm talking about a team that at least even gets to it. Like they haven't even gotten to a championship, much less, much less won one. You know what I mean? Like, and I, I again, they're young, so I could be completely wrong. Like four years down the road, I might look back and be like, 
damn Embiid and Simmons figured it out. They they got the right pieces. They got better. But as of right now, I just don't have that hope, and that's all I'm saying. And I think at the end of the day, like it's just gonna be subjective based on our based on our opinions. We'll, we'll see. But that's just the way I look at it. So, yeah. um, there's <laughs> a lot. Two words, and that's all I gotta say is Adam Silver. Um, our conversation and our viewpoints and what actually happened to Sixer is a lot, lot different than if he didn't step in and literally kind of just be like, Real, Fair like Fair he, he, he literally ran Hinky out. And if Hinky sees yeah. us through, this is completely different. I'm more of a Hinky guy specifically than process. Fair I will enough. always Fair be enough. a Sam Hinky guy. That is my freaking dude. Um, Obsessed with Sam Hickey. That is one of my he's like literally a philosopher. <laughs> like that's fair. That's fair. So I'll give you that. I'll give you that. The, the he literally screwed us. That. Adam Silver screwed us all up because he brings in uh big Jerry Calandula, who then, oh yeah, I'm just here to do stuff. And really it's just he's in there to implant his son, who they literally said that all of a sudden he just well, it's a long story. I'm not getting that deep into it. Yeah, no, no. You're right, though. We've been through three GMs through this whole thing, and we literally went from the actual guy who was trying to implement his plan, who didn't get to see through his plan, and then we get this guy that wasn't even in the NBA and was literally just home on his couch, just chilling, like, for two or three years. He's the GM. Then the dude is so insecure because his dad got him all his jobs for throughout his whole life. He has six <laughs> different burner accounts. And then he okay, gets- no, no, no. I'll give you, I'll give you that. I feel like we're gonna keep going down this rabbit hole if we if we don't stop. But it's I will say talk for seven uh, hours. I, I know, I know. Hey, I could talk for seven hours about Kyrie, but you know, we we both we both got called out, so we both had to back our situations up. I get it. But I agree. With I'll you. end it with I that. With you. That's, the, that's the, the system. Thing. The system did work against you in terms of being able to see it through. I I will agree with that. And but ultimately, I do think they'll still win the series. So seven games. I got the Sixers winning that round. Never actually said, but I have. Uh, I'll do. I was going to do Rockets in seven. Uh, I do actually think that's serious. Oh, okay, I didn't hear that. Okay, oh, fair enough. Cool. Um, cool. So we're we starting at the top. So we're doing like one versus four. Yeah. yeah. Right. Let's say one versus four on both sides. Okay. So the top parts we got. Actually, uh, let's do this. Let's all give our one verse, uh, one verse four in the east, and then and then jump to the west. I think I think that now that we're down to two, yeah. each, I think that might work well. Let's do it. Okay. So um, I have Sixers and seven. Go yeah, one versus four. I have them beating Over the Bucks. I do. I. I do. So I totally sound like a winner. But, um, you know, Mike Budenholzer is a legend in the regular season. He is a legend in the regular season. My man will win 62 games every year. He was on pace to win 71 games this year with the Bucks. They get the playoffs a little different. It's just their game doesn't work. They, like, do this crazy, like, almost like they're playing 2K, like how Evan and I used to play on 2K, just run, 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 and just do outlet passes and just score, score, score. They're not the Warriors, man. They're they're not. Like, this point's not super valid because their defense, they're the top best. I think they believe they're the best defense. Yeah, they're the best defensive rated team in the league by three points. It's crazy. So, like, they're nasty. But I just think talent wins. I'm going on this total hiatus of one, helping the Sixers. So I, it's going to be nasty. Like, I, I think the Sixers barely win. Uh, but I, I do have them moving on to each conference finals. Fair enough. What you got, E? Um, I actually do think that's going to be a really good series um, for the talent factor. But I, I do go by. I just think that there's just the Bucks are just too much. Like you said, I mean, like, even defensively, they're just so rock solid. And I think – the current Sixers fit, like you talked about, like it just doesn't quite work as well. So I've got Bucks in six. 
but I think it's good. Yeah. I okay, just so he, like I just personally like Embiid. He like he plays. He defends Greek Freak. I think it's a perfect I mean, match. I like I like I like Embiid too. I like Embiid too. Don't get me wrong. That's probably the best thing the Sixers have done in the last five years is draft Embiid. I think Embiid is. When he's healthy in the conversation for a top five player in the NBA, um, if he if he was healthy for the last couple of seasons, he probably would be in the top five players in the NBA. That's how good he is. Um, the one thing I will say is I completely agree with you that the Bucks have shown in the past, like last year is an example of them being great in the regular season and then folding a little bit in the playoffs in terms of um, you know how what they did last year. But I think this year is different. Um, I think it's not like they were just like the best team in the East record wise. They were a dominant team in the East. Like I, like they were leaps and bounds better than the two seed in terms of their record, in terms of how they were showing out. And they weren't just beating up on East teams. They were beating up on solid West teams as well. The, the Bucks were showing signs of true growth. Giannis is, continues to play like an MVP, just like he did last season. I, you made a point about them not being the Warriors. I agree, but I don't think you need to be the Warriors to beat the Sixers. I think the Bucks win in five against the Sixers. Oh. I don't actually think it's going to be that close. I truly believe the Bucks are far and away the best team in the East, and I don't think anyone is even in the same conversation. I think I think they're in the same echelon as some of the best West teams. I don't think any of the other teams in the East are in that echelon, so that's why I have the Bucks winning pretty handedly in that series. Um, okay. So I got the Bucks in five. Sure. Okay. Um, we, jump, we jump over the West. You got in the West, Sneaky. Yeah, I got the – so it's Lakers-Rockets for me. Um, Anthony Davis can literally just like reach over and just <laughs> over PJ Tucker. Like yeah. PJ Tucker's yeah. awesome. Like a dude, like, he was on my fantasy team. Like he's he's no, tough. props to him. Props yeah, to but him. Now, yeah, but uh, I mean LeBron and Anthony Davis are both taller in their entire lineup. I, I like I, the Rockets. It's a cool little. That's actually what Dan Tony's wanted to do for his entire career. Like he always is just seriously. Like he, that was his like I like ten years ago. He wanted to do this, but he finally got the balls to try. Because I guess he knows he's going to be fired if they don't win. So yep. um, yeah, I, I think they. I'll give them five games again. I think they kind of just coast there. There's really nothing else to say. Uh, Lakers, yeah. very good team. Uh, I'll just stop yeah. there. Yeah, I do think the Rockets are fun for what you mentioned, but uh, but yeah, I don't buy it. With- Four, maybe a little aggressive. Four, what a sweep! Wow, damn. Okay, so if this was coming straight from regular season into playoffs and the Lakers and Rockets played each other, I would maybe say close to a sweep, if not five games. Um, I definitely think the Rockets will win one. I'll give them that much credit. But I still don't understand the strategy of trading away Capella. I realized they needed to make some kind of a change. Um, to improve, but that wasn't the change they needed to make. Trading for Capella or trading uh, Capella away and getting Covington, I don't think made them better. I think it probably made them worse um, in series against teams like the Lakers or teams like the Clippers, um, which is the two teams that you're trying to beat right now. So with that being said, I have the Lakers winning, but I think I'll take the Lakers in five, similar to similar Snakey, because I I think that I think there at least for one game you'll see like Harden and and uh, you know maybe a Westbrook and maybe you'll see that the Lakers struggle just a tad bit but the big point here being like you said who the hell is going to guard Anthony Davis and who the hell is going to guard LeBron James those two are just going to eat <laughs> like the entire series it's not even like it's not even going to be fair so uh, uh, Lakers in five like what'd you say future Kevin Durant Dwight Howard you gotta gotta remember him <laughs> yeah I, you remember that and the other thing, the other thing is Dwight is having a great season but, too. Like, you know, like they, they're all playing well. They all, kind of, with the exception of uh, Caldwell, Caldwell Pope, like 
He's the only person on the Lakers that I'm like, just don't touch the ball. Everybody else is playing well. Danny Green is is a is a perfect fit, but we'll talk about that more in the next series. So um, let's move on to two three. Um, Kevin, who you got in the East two three? So I have Boston, Toronto. I think as we all do, and uh, they have Boston actually. Um, okay. I just Boston man, they're they're just really good. I I I feel dirty talking about good about them, but I just. They're a great franchise. They they just consistently draft well. Semi, actually, I take that back. But they're just a great team. Uh, well coached. They're just well organized. They're kind of made for this playoff system thing, um, which is, I mean, they're going against the world champs. But I just think they have a little more firepower. Kemba, I can name names and stuff, but I, I just like the Celtics and just what they kind of do. Um, I think the Raptors. I think they're overachieving a little bit, I think. And then I'd even argue maybe the Celtics were underachieving a little bit. I mean, they were pretty close in records and stuff, but I, I still think the Raptors were semi on the overachievement. Like, I thought they were going to be a lot worse. I mean, they lost two starters on the championship team, including their best player. Like, I, like they're great defensively, but, like, how are they second in the East over all these other really – like, it's not like the East is that bad, like, in past years. I mean, it's pretty decent now. Uh, but I'll, I'll go Celtics, and I'll, I'll say it's still six. I think that would be a pretty good series, but I, I do have the Celtics winning. Fair enough. Yeah, what do you got, Ed? This one, this one feels wrong to me. I'm going to go Raptors in, um, uh, I'll say six. It kind of feels wrong because I actually kind of agree with you that the Raptors were even dramatically overachieving. I don't necessarily agree that the Celtics were underachieving, but I do think the Raptors, compared to what I expected, beginning of the season are overachieving but for some reason i want to ride it out and i'm i'm enthused <laughs> by uh this this team overachieving but being able to sustain it a little bit so i'm gonna go raptors and six they went on like a ridiculous wing shoot. wasn't it how many yeah. wins? it was i don't know and i don't know how crazy but i will say though that i have a very <laughs> similar take to, i have a very similar take to you have because for me it's i know we talked about talent up until this point but the chemistry for the Raptors, you could argue they might have the most chemistry out of any team in the playoffs right now because we're talking about a team, even though they lost Kawhi, the, the rest of the pieces have been together and won a championship together last year and are coming into the season having won. So I think it'll take them the least amount of time to play the kind of basketball that they that is their trademark to win. And with that being said, I have the Raptors winning uh, against the, the Celtics, which is weird because I personally – think potential wise the Celtics have way more potential than the Raptors but right now is not the time that I think people are going to unleash their full potential because ultimately I think chemistry will be an issue for the Celtics I, I don't think they ever truly figured out the chemistry which is why they weren't able to compete with a team like Milwaukee even though they had the talent to do it so with that being said I have the Raptors winning in seven because I think it's going to be a good series but I think ultimately the chemistry is going to uh is going to factor and I think the Raptors will uh will, will pull it out so Seven for the Raptors. Um, let's move on because I, I want to definitely talk conference finals, and I think these ones are going to have some. Uh, at least on one of the sides, we'll have some weight. Um, we'll start with Eastern Conference Finals. So I feel like this is less. We got to do uh, Nuggets and Clippers. Yeah. Oh, my fault. My fault. I, I get. I'm, I'm, I, that was bad on my part, but I. I I'll go just because I. I, I skipped Clippers. Clippers over Nuggets. Five games. I'm giving the Nuggets one just for fun, but. I, I'm not even gonna have to. I'm not even gonna back that up. I just got the Clippers over Nuggets. I do too. Yeah, I, I don't really have any reasoning. I just firepower, better team. I mean, it's, it's, yeah. Nuggets are good. Jokic is great. I yeah, but he's like not great defensively, and 
There's yeah. just weird. And honestly, I think half – I'd say a lot of their success is home court advantage. I just – playing in Orlando doesn't help them. Yeah, uh, true. And true. I, I just I, – I don't know. So, I, I yeah, I, I say in five. I'll give them a win, but that's all I'll say about that, yeah. yeah. The Nuggets were going to be my hot take here. I almost considered putting them winning this series. Oh. I, I did have to recheck their roster – during the middle of this call, just to, uh, you know, because it's like Jokic and then a bunch of, like, lesser-known guys, I feel like. I mean, and Jamal. Um, so I, I peddled off that hot take. I will make it a seven-game series, but uh, I'll take the uh, Clippers. Seven games. Wow. Podcast pivot. Ev, I'm going to give you a nice call. I'm going to give you and Smiggy – I'm going to give Smiggy a call with the six, with the Sixers uh, don't make it even seven games against, against the uh, – uh, in the previous round, I'm gonna give you a call when the Clippers win in like four. I'm gonna, I'm gonna laugh. But anyway, let's move on to the conference finals. Um, in the East, in the East, Mickey's got a little bit of a different, different I, situation because he's got the Sixers. You guys yeah. have the same pair, right? You both have Bucks and Raptors. Bucks, Raptors team. So yeah. you got. I'll let okay. you. All right. Well, me, me and Ev, Ev, I'll start. Uh, I got the Bucks over the Raptors in five games. Again, I don't think. I don't think anybody in the East is going to have a close series with the Bucs. I think mean, the Bucs are going to steamroll through the East. I'm going to – honestly, I want to give the Raptors six games. I, I want to lean six games just because of that chemistry. But the Bucs also have chemistry, and Giannis really is just that special right now. And they have so many good role players that, that, uh, that fit the mold on the Bucs. I'm, I'm, I'm just – I'm rolling the Bucs train all the way to the finals. Yeah, I'll go Bucks in six. I just, there's just too much. I think the Raptors is whether it's luck or just the chemistry. I think it runs out here, and their uh, amazing two, two season run really um, comes to an end here at the hands of the Bucks, and they go on to the finals. Agree. Speaking about you, um, I do agree with even though what you said, Sai. Even though uh, I didn't pick, the, I picked the Sixers over the Bucks, but yeah, just their their chemistry is is. I mean, they're the same team, really. Yeah. Um, it, so many changes across the NBA. I mean, every single contender, um, I mean, every team I have left had major changes this even just pass off season. The Bucks are really the only team that didn't do anything. And I think that that's good. There's going to be a lot of factors in this similar, po- this new postseason. Like, I think that probably is something that will do that. It's either going to be talent or I don't know. It could go either way. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So I had Sixers, Celtics. And yeah. I, I went with Celtics. <laughs> How many games? I, this is going to go seven, and I think we just run out of gas. Uh, Fair they just, like, mentally beat us up. We are three and one against them this year. Um, and it is funny. This is my Eastern Conference Finals pick, but actually if the season ended, like, right now, we would play them in the first round, so it's kind of weird. Um, yeah, that is hilarious. Right. So, honestly, I would still probably – like, if Sixers play them in the first round, I would pick Sixers, but – I just, yeah. <laughs> I think we get to this point. Like, if we're playing this much, like, Embiid's probably 350 pounds now. Who knows? Like, dude just <laughs> has the world's worst diet. And Simmons wasn't healthy, but, and I'm not making a case for them just previously beating two really, really, really good teams. But I just think, you know, it's almost like, hey, we're fresh. And then, okay, now we just, we played a, what I say, six game series against the Heat. I might have said five. I think I was cocky. I said five. But after a seven-game series with the, the Bucks, I just think we're just – we're toast. And then when you fight seven hard physical games against the Celtics, we're just not going to win. I, I mean, we are a physical team now, so I, weird to say that. But it's just like watching – like last year, it was just so draining every game. Every every game is just so brutal. And I just 
Boston is just like the way Jason Tatum is now. He's just he's like honestly like a trained killer now. Like he's he's kind of got that. He's not he's not he's not very efficient yet, but he's definitely a clutch player. I'll, I'll put it I, that way because he's he's still shooting like forty four percent from the field, and he, you know he still has to improve in terms of efficiency. But he's one of those people that has that Mamba mentality of like, yeah, I don't care if I miss like twenty times, I'm gonna shoot the twenty first time. It's, it, that's the that's the kind of player that he is. So that yeah. plays well for him in the playoffs if he's hot because he's never afraid to to take the shot, which which I agree with you. He's got that mentality. Yep. It's it's crazy because so many great players, and honestly, so many elite players don't even have that. Like, it's just nuts. Like, and yeah. you can see it. Agreed. Like, he's young. Like, he took a huge step this year. And, Agreed. like I said, it makes me sick to my stomach seeing him, but he's he's filthy. And yeah. uh, Jalen Brown's finally taking that step, and all their, like, high draft picks are actually kind of panning out and just – Marcus Spark murders uh, murders us. We'll probably get in a fight every single game. He's just he, such he's such a great role player, and like honestly, like uh, Marcus Smart is one the maybe the, the yeah the best defensive role player you could you could want right next right there with like Patrick Beverly. Somewhat with obsessed with um, him. Like I, I hate him, but like I would love him. Yeah, if he was exactly. Like you, who wouldn't want to have him on your team? Um, so I I just don't. I just, I just, I mean, they can score too. Like Kemba, like could go for sixty and stuff, and they just they're. They just find a way, man. They just do. It's weird. So, yeah, I got them in seven. I just think we just got a gas, and who knows if how, how healthy Simmons can still be this long, if he can last that long with his back, because probably wouldn't have been in an actual playoffs if the season continued normally. Um, mm -hmm. yeah. we'll, so, go, we'll, go, uh, we'll go out west, because I know that's, that one's going to be the uh, basically a lot of people's championship games. So, yeah. um, I know it's mine. Um, but Ab, you want to you want to take a stab at this one first? Yeah, I, I I have to say I don't hate that Celtics pick either as a, a sleeper team to uh, make the uh, make the finals. But uh, my West pick, this is so hard because I kind of think matchup wise I would take the Clippers, but I I'm gonna go Lakers here. I'm gonna go to seven because this is what everyone wants. This is gonna be an amazing series that everyone's so excited for. So I'm gonna send it to seven. I'm going to take the Lakers, and my my um, reasoning is because I always this is kind of this is kind of weird, so I don't want to get too deep, but I always think there's something to like when a team faces a major like tragedy or the city has something, um, some kind of you know major yeah. you know, tragedy or event that happens that and then sports kind of parlays into that, and they play for the city, and we'll see, there won't be fans there, so it might be a little different, but. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, and there's just something about that. So, like, I, I don't know. I just think uh, Kobe from above gives them, uh, gives them something here, and they pull it out and get to the finals. I'll save. Obviously, I'm saving my finals pick, but uh, I don't know. I just, just something feels like Lakers, even though Fair I think matchup wise, I would probably take the Clippers, especially given the circumstances of, uh, you know, not having played in months. But I'm gonna take Lakers in seven just for the hell of it. What about you, Smiggy? Um. If it wasn't 2020, I would 100% agree with F. But this year is just, uh, to me, everything is starting out the window. Uh, okay. Like, seriously, I, I, I totally agree with that thing on sports. But that being said, Clippers and six. Okay. I, wow, I, six. Okay. Six. Um, there's always these trolls on, online that says Clippers and six over the Lakers. It, it just cracks me up. And I kind of wanted to say it halfway just because of that. But... Uh, <laughs> I'm obsessed with this team. As soon as this offseason happened, I'm like, everybody's talking about the Lakers. I'm like, nah, I'm a Clippers guy. Like, I just love this semblement, whatever word it is, of a team. Uh, 
just from what they went through like last year as the eight seed and like hanging with the Warriors and like those guys still have that experience. And then you add two all-star starters to your roster who are elite at both ends of the court. Um, and, I, and probably like the second best player in basketball, arguably maybe the best, the best in the league. I don't know. Is in conversation. I just, I just think that, I don't know. I'm just, I haven't been a Lakers fan this year. I, I, I know they're nasty and they kept winning games. It's just weird. I just like, they don't do it for me. It's in a way like, be behind LeBron and AD. Like it's like okay, Contavious Colwell Pope. I'm like all right, Danny Green's fun. It's just like nothing. There's no wow factors. Like Clippers just got guys that I just I don't know connect with and like the like Shannon. Exactly. <laughs> They're not talking. But now hey, you kind of team me up. You, you kind of team me up perfectly too because I do agree with you that the Clippers have depth. Right, because like in, in terms of depth, there's no denying that they have more depth. Um, you got, I mean, Lou Williams is, is an incredible scorer coming off a of bench. You got Patrick Beverly, who is not afraid to you know stick it to anybody on the defensive end, whether you like him or not. He is a guy that you want to have on your team. Um, you just got depth. You got you got guys that can step in. You, you guys talk about Shannon. You you guys got them can step in and, and and play a role. So yes, I do agree. The Clippers have more depth. And I also think that this series will have three of the top four players in the playoffs in the same matchup, right? Because I I, th- I would argue that LeBron, AD, and Kawhi are all, you know, three of the, three of the top four, and maybe Giannis is four, in, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, with that being said, though, I'm taking the Lakers in seven. Um, and there's one simple reason. I think the greatest player that I've ever seen with my eyes will be the greatest player that I've ever seen with my eyes this playoffs more than ever. Because... I can't think of a more ideal situation for LeBron to come into the playoffs completely rested. Like, the biggest thing with LeBron always is during the regular season, he's very careful. And same with Kawhi. He's very careful about not exerting himself too much. Yet he was still, this season, even without, you know, playing at 100% the entire regular season, he most likely was either going to win the MVP or finish second. And now he's coming into the playoffs with months of rest. You know, out of everybody in the NBA, there's nobody who's spending more time conditioning and working on their body than LeBron James right now. He's probably spent $2 million on his body in the last two months. Just right. getting, you know, all the crazy things you've heard. I think he's going to come into those playoffs, and I think we're going to see him have one of the greatest playoffs in his career. Maybe not statistically, but in terms of how he performs, because I think he has pr- chosen to defer this season. I think AD will be the leading scorer in that series, but I think LeBron will have a dominant, dominant playoff run. Um, and I think he'll be the best player again, and I think he'll prove why he's the GOAT of our generation. And uh, I think they're going to win in seven purely because of that. But there's no denying that I think this is going to be a close series because both teams are great. Paul George is great. You know, AD is great. Kawhi is amazing. LeBron's amazing. Like, it's going to be so fun. The only, And, like, honestly, the whole reason that I wanted the NBA to come back was right. for that series. Like, everybody – and I, I'm not alone. I know, I'm pretty sure everybody – and anybody wanted to see that series, and I think that's just how it's going to go down. And it makes sense what what Ev was saying with Kobe and everything like that, and with all the craziness, it, it makes sense for for the uh, for the Lakers, you know, the the most uh, consistent dynasty of, of in the of ever in NBA to to pull it out this year of all years. So um, yeah, we can jump right into the finals if you guys are ready. If we don't get Clippers Lakers, like that will be just let's not even talk about it. I'm telling you, Lakers. Let's not even talk about it. Let's not even talk about it. No. Let's not even talk about it. Let's just go to the finals. Let's do it. 
All right. uh, main point before we actually move on, uh, Morris versus Morris is the most low-key uh, part. True. That is true. Yeah. true. That's going to be exciting. Oh, yeah. And they're both, they're both good role players. They're both – like Marcus Morris is, is very is, – Marcus Morris is actually a good player. I, I, I think I don't think he gets as much credit as he deserves. Yeah, but yeah, Marquise, I'm excited about that. Marquise is yeah. not. Marquise is yeah, Marquise is not. Yeah. So um, you both have one seeds. You guys yeah. want to start? We're chalk. Yeah. yeah. You want me to go? You go ahead. We'll, we'll let you go first with the uniqueness. So I have Clippers and Celtics. Mm-hmm. Um, I do have Clippers and six again. Six. Just, okay, cool. Um, I picked them in July. A year ago, when they did all these moves, um, I almost said like it doesn't even matter. Like all the chemistry stuff, that just talent just wins. Uh, mm-hmm. It seems like a sport that that just kind of works. Like you know, just hey, we're just talent always wins. Some like NFL doesn't seem like that. Baseball's a little different. Just and this it does. That's I don't have any much to say. I think it actually it might even be in five. I don't know, but I said in six because I think it'd be interesting by that point. But they have a lot of firepower, and just Kawhi, man. I just, I just think they're champion. I, I, it's probably not as exciting as the Lakers Bucks finals would be, but um, I think it would be pretty cool to watch. You know, these guys go at it. But anyway. I'm not going to dispute that in the slightest. That makes sense. And also, if I, I hopefully don't lose power, apparently this is a crazy thunderstorm out there. So same here, same, same, same position here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> beautiful weather here, gentlemen. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, on that note, on that note, why don't you give us your final pick? Yeah, I got. Uh, so I know I was hyping up the Lakers and having the uh, you know the Kobe bump, but I am going to stick with the Bucks here. In wow. Okay. So I'm gonna go Bucks. I just I feel like the this is the Bucks's moment to shine. Like I mean, we talk about the chemistry. I think they can you know keep on that chemistry, and they won't have too much of uh, a rust coming back or anything like that. So I just think this is their time to shine. I mean, this year has been, there's been so much talk, Lakers, Clippers, as there should be. And the Bucks, for as dominant as they've been, they've almost flown under the radar in that sense, just because all the talk is out West, as it should be again. But um, I just think this is their time to shine. It's Giannis' time to shine. Um, and I think they get it. I think they get it done. Just a more complete, deep defensive mind. So, so wait, how many games did you say? Uh, six. Six. Okay. Um, my finals. Flip flop that. Lakers six. Um, again, LeBron James will be the best player in this playoffs, in my opinion. He, I think, like, not that the last dance is going to motivate him even more, but I, I, I truly <laughs> believe that. I truly believe that, like, the more time that he gets off, the more motivation he gets. And I think part of the season being you know, maybe even in a lot of people's minds, potentially canceled might give him even more motivation than ever because in his mind, and I know he realizes this, he's getting towards the end of his, his, you know, career in terms of dominance in the NBA. I just don't think this is going to be a season where LeBron, um, you know, gives up that opportunity to truly just, you know, win that fourth one and, and, you know, gives up that opportunity to, to, to secure one when he has one of the best situations to do it. I just don't think he's going to let that um, opportunity pass him by. I give the Bucks six because Giannis is incredible. Um, but LeBron and AD together is, is is too big of a bridge for me to con- for me to think Giannis is going to be able to overcome. I think you get good matchups with AD versus Giannis and LeBron versus Giannis. I think we're going to have a lot of fun watching that. But I just think ultimately that that duo, the Lakers from the beginning of the season, have been the best team in the NBA. I, I don't I don't like I, I don't see 
no, no, any are, I don't really see the argument against it because truly from the beginning, it's not like they ever really were slow. They, they've been playing great the entire time. Um, and I think they're just going to continue to pick their momentum up. And but I, I truly believe LeBron's going to win his fourth this season. And that's why I was like super upset in the first place about the season potentially being canceled. Cause I was like, this is going to suck for LeBron. He's a yeah. one seed. He's in the best position he's been in it's towards the end of his career. He, he's giving it his all. Like if, if he didn't get a chance to go capture that ring this year, I would have felt for him, but I think he's going to go capture that ring now that the NBA is resuming. Um, and yeah, I think it's the perfect storybook ending to everything that happened with Kobe and COVID and everything going on in the world. I think it would, I think it would be very, very cool to see the the Lakers win again after a while and uh, pay tribute to Kobe Bryant. Um, but one last thing I will say, Kevin, is if the series that you predicted happens, I think the Clippers will win in four games. I don't even think it would be close. Just throwing that out there. Yeah. If, if it was if it was Clippers Celtics, I think that's how I feel. But yeah, um, I I that's think it for me though, yeah. My main point, I think, I just can't ever get over is I don't see a team that has Chris Middleton as their second best player. I mean, I know he's an All Star, yeah. but. I just doesn't do it for me, man. So I'm great up. Just that's uh, He's good, man. I mean, how much better? Paul George is their second best player, and Anthony Davis is their second best player. And then even you could talk about Celtics, Raptors. I mean, I, no, cook, how much out. better is the? Uh, how much better is the Sixers' second best player than the Bucks' second best player? I don't think he's that much better, personally. Oh, Ben Simmons' world's better. <laughs> I'm just messing with you. I just know <laughs> I ended on a note of giving you crap. Uh, with that being said, I think we're probably way over. We got very excited about this topic in sports, so I think we should probably uh, probably, probably call it. But, Smiggy, thank you so much for coming on, man. That was one heck of a conversation. We we did all – you know, we went all over the place, and I, that's what I love because – and, and truth be told, like the NBA is coming back, and we haven't gotten to talk about relevant sports in a while, so – um, I couldn't think of anything better. So thank you for joining I, us. Ed, Smakey, what do you got? I'm just what were you saying? for sports. It's just luckily, like with work and life, I've just been so busy. I actually have been perfect time for a break. But like now things are slowing down. I'm like, dude, I need sports back. It's yeah. Good. July 31st couldn't come sooner. Ed, you want to sign us off? Yeah. Still yeah. Hey, man. Yeah. Thanks, Kev, for coming on. Good episode, sure. gentlemen. Looking forward to seeing what happens. We'll uh, touch base in a few months once this is all over and see who uh, see who had the best uh, the best bracket. But uh, but yeah, that was uh, that was Monday's down south. Thanks everyone for listening. Peace.